Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of UAE Trailblazers on Khalid Times. My name is Yasmin, and today I'm joined by none other than Hadil Marai. Hi, Hadil. Hi, Yasmin. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. You're such a versatile comedian. Uh, we've seen kind of your like transformation over the years, um, just through the content and the things that you've been putting out. Do you feel like you're a comedic relief friend that people go to when they're feeling down. Girl, stop it. I'm flattered. <laughs> Retweet all of that. Yeah. Plus. <laughs> plus, plus, plus. <laughs> uh, I, like, I couldn't have put it better myself. I use social media essentially as a way to express myself because I find myself not to be able to do that verbally, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I use it to, like, express myself visually, express myself through satire, and not necessarily in comedy. Sometimes if I'm having a bad day, which we all do, mm -hmm. I am very comfortable with reflecting that online. And I believe that you should try your best to be who you are mm -hmm. offline as who you are online. Because I've noticed recently that people care more about who they are online and offline doesn't real life doesn't matter anymore yeah. it matters who you are online yeah and that is it and it is disturbing have you ever felt like there was a time in your life where there was that distinction of like i have to be like this online and i have to be like this offline or has it always been been aligned for you i try my best to stay who you who am i offline and online mm -hmm. because it is so easy to curate a perfect life. It is so easy to curate and edit out the bad moments, edit out the sad moments. And sometimes you have to put on a show. Mm -hmm. And this is offline as online as well. Sometimes you go to work and you have to put on a show. A hundred percent. I feel like that's <laughs> <laughs> that's my life every day. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but like it's it's everyone's lives. You can't 100 you yeah. can't be walking around like an yeah. open wound kind of thing you yeah, know true. every day um how do you feel like that kind of dictates your comedic style do you feel like i mean tell us about the style that you think you have i think i do satirical comedy that i mean i read that once mm -hmm. and i'm like okay yeah, yeah i'm gonna yeah, just that's run me. with that word <laughs> i'm gonna memorize it i'm gonna say it whenever anyone asks me yeah, yeah. or situational comedy I learned this as well. Yeah, so it's like when you do comedy skits that is inspired by real life situations right. that happen to you or that you've seen happen to someone. Okay. So that really is what drives me. And I love mocking that and I love showcasing it. Yeah. It's like a moment of, guys, we all do that. Can you imagine? And it's crazy how people relate to things and they go like, oh, I do that too. I do that as well. I thought that, that, that. It's like it's how we believe all mothers have the same manual mm -hmm. and say the same sentences. Mm -hmm. it's that. It's that. <laughs> but like there must have been a time in your life where you thought, okay, I, I am funny. My friends think I'm funny. But like how do I take this to the next step? How do I show the rest of the world that I can kind of do this? Oh, my God. God bless my friend's heart, Maha AJ. Shout out. God bless Maha's heart yeah. because she struggled with me for three years to convince me because I used to, okay, long story short. Yeah. I was uh, a dentist. Mm -hmm. I'm a retired dentist. Okay. And when I was doing uh, dentistry and studying it in uni, 
I full heartedly, heartedly knew. Yeah. Uh, apologies, guys. English is my heartedly. second language. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, feel free to put in some Arabic words. It's all good. Uh, my yes. also, yeah, do it. Do it. <laughs> so I knew with my like full heart that I don't like dentistry. I took mm -hmm. it out of logic. I didn't take it out of passion, out of love. And that's fine. A lot of people do things out of logic. But yeah. I knew that the very first chance I'd get to leave that and do something else, I would take it. Yeah. So Maha knew that I love YouTube and I love watching and consuming YouTube. And she's like, Hedi, why don't you do that? Mm -hmm. Why don't you do that? And I'm like, what? It's impossible. What do you mean I can't do that? It's, yeah. it's like the limit does not exist. What yeah. do you mean? This does not exist in my reality. So it took her a lot of convincing. Mm -hmm. um, and she eventually got into social media herself yeah. by accident. It's actually a really funny story. You should, guys should have her on this podcast. Yeah, yalla, yalla. <laughs> Maha, where are you? Call, call her. <laughs> Wait, let me call her. Anyway, um, so uh, she got into it and then she's like, Hadil, okay, like, jump, come, let's do it. Yeah. And her support and my family's support and my extended friend's support is what made me get into that and just start if, essentially with no plan. I didn't know what I was doing. I still yeah. don't know what I'm doing. And it's surprising how a lot of people are like that and they create Sorry. an illusion that they know what they're doing, but they really don't. I think there's a beautiful chaos that comes with not knowing what you're doing. Yeah, right? Because it's like, that's where creativity comes from, right? Yeah, like, I agree. Like not everyone, and all, imagine knowing every single thing you're gonna do and say and what funny things that are gonna that come to your mind. That is my control freak dream. Yeah. <laughs> I'm such a controller. Like really? I love controlling everything and micromanaging everything and making sure that nothing really? is like not miscalculated despite I give a very different perception okay. but reality is i'm a control freak that is my dream what you just said yeah. right there is it a fear of like just making a mistake or something is that where it stems from or is it just yeah. An like yeah yes it's a fear mm. of making a mistake it's a fear of losing control it's a fear of like i don't know just doing something wrong like yeah so does that mean that like your content is it mostly scripted or is it just kind of you think of something and then you go ahead and film it, it? is improv like it's improvised, it's not scripted, but there is like some dull, faded skeleton to it. If I okay. can, like, that's a really <laughs> nice way to put it. I like that. You know, okay. There's a shape. There's a vague there's shape. A, there's a vague shape. Uh -huh. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Yeah. And then you kind of just go from there. Exactly. Has it ever been scripted, or do you ever want to get into that kind of comedy where like you write something and then you go? I think there is a healthy medium in between both. Okay. Like because for me. Uh, Personally, I'm just speaking from my own perspective. Mm -hmm. Being too scripted, I lose my soul. Yeah. I lose my essence. Yeah. So I'm performing and everything is on the dot. However, there is no soul to it. And when it's too improv, it's too chaotic. Yeah. My message doesn't get across. My intentions don't get across. Yeah. So that is also not um, a desirable outcome. So mm -hmm. something in the middle is nice. So there is headlines. There is a feel to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just go with it. You yeah. go with it. Yeah. Okay, nice. You have kind of sh uh, shed light on the fact that you have struggled in the past with, with bullying and with uh, body image perceptions and stuff like that. Everybody's been bullied, right? 100%. I feel like I feel like so like 80% of us have yeah. had issues. Yeah, with 100%. Bullying. But it's really the art or maybe the channeling of what to do with that with that trauma that really kind of brings character, like builds your character. What do you think how do you think being bullied has kind of shaped your comedy or shaped who you are today as Hadil? I 
as an Arab girl in an Arabic society, we've all been bullied. Mm-hmm. And if it's not going to come from, ex- like, ex- it's it's a form of, it's a love language in itself, kind of. Like, I find most mothers be scared <laughs> to be overly uh, kind to their kids. Okay. But the, it's tough love. It's yeah. always tough love. It's like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So there is, like... The West came in and they're like, oh, that's bullying. That is trauma. Yeah. So it, it we, we've we kind of grew to have thicker skin. Mm-hmm. We need to deal with that eventually. We're unpacking that now. Yeah, all of us. <laughs> in yeah. our adulthood. Generational drama. All of us. Um, it. I don't know how it shaped me. Like, I'm reflecting on that now as you asked me that question, mm-hmm. which is a really good question, by the way. I think it made me realize that not everything is about me. You need to kind of look at the thing from outside a little bit and realize okay. like not to take everything too personal. And yeah. sometimes the language that people use and the terms that they say and the hate that they give towards other people is actually something that they're passing on. A hundred percent. It's something that was given to them and they're passing it out. They didn't, they didn't know. Yeah. They didn't acknowledge it. They're not even aware of it. They're passing it on and that's it. Do you think that whatever, okay, so, First of all, was it like um, verbal bullying in school and stuff like that? Or was it physical? It was both. It was both. Yeah. I remember one time a group of girls, I was in grade, fourth grade, third grade. And um, the during, like when, when we were done with school, we were all waiting, heading to our buses. We were waiting for our bus. Mm-hmm. And a group of high school girls came in. Um, I think there were three. And then they're like, oh, you're so cute. You're so adorable. Look at her cheeks. And they start like extremely pinching my cheeks, mm. which was so painful. Yeah. And, but it's like, it's almost like soft bully. Like you don't understand It's a bit gaslighting to be honest, right? Yeah. Because you're like, they're being, saying I'm cute, but at the same time, yeah, it's, I'm feeling it's painful. Pain. And then they started saying, you know what? I bet I can carry you. Mm. And then they started having this competition where who can who's able to carry me and lift me from the ground. Okay. And that was very weird. It's a bit like, you feel a bit objectified in a way. You're like- Yeah, um, it's a competition. It's a weird- like, Who can lift me up? Like, I don't know. It was yeah. so weird. I mean, I'm trying to put a word to it, but I can't find the word and that's probably okay. Like, We're all same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know, in, in those traumatic moments, Sometimes they give you a strength in life and sometimes they give you kind of this trigger point. What what strength do you think it's given you? Do you feel like you've overcome something to the point where you're like, I'll never let X, Y, Z happen to me again? It definitely made me kinder to humanity. Like it made me feel like you have to be more self-aware. Mm. You can say something and it can hurt the person in front of you how to it made me feel like i don't want to be the reason i'm sure they were they weren't doing it intentionally which mm-hmm. is funny because yeah. we think that villains and people who are evil in our life are very calculated and they're very intentional about it but then the more that i grow the more that i feel that it is really not yeah. and you could have been the bully and the villain in someone else's story such but a good point. we always imagine ourselves to be the good people. But it happens very 
calmly. It doesn't, it's not how it's portrayed in the mm -hmm. media. In the media, it's very distinctive. Yep. Here is the bully. You can't sit with us. Yeah. We don't, like it's yeah. very clear that this is the bully. But in real life, it is not. It, in real life, the bully can be also a very friendly, nice person who did not, like who failed himself at that moment because of the lack of self-awareness. Because I'm not saying, I'm not exempting that mm -hmm. uh, some people are calculated and they make those conscious decisions. Yeah. However, I think that sometimes it is not, and sometimes it can be you. And this experience made me more aware of that. I think that's such a like important point that your words can cut deeper than any kind of calculated, you know, um, something that you like mean to do. Basically, yeah. like your your comments here and there can really affect how somebody like views themselves that day. True, 100%. So, it's not only that day, they can carry it with oh, them. They can carry it with them. Forever. And they can they can project it onto other people. 100%. It's like a little, it's a little thing that they can carry, they carry with them. Yeah. So I, I really, I think that is what actual bullying is. Like those little like cuts and grazes that you really overlook sometimes, but they shape who you are. Yeah, true. So let's talk about Body positivity, yeah. because you've been um, an outspoken advocate about that. Yeah. What do you want to tell girls or uh, I mean, girls, boys, whoever is making content, whoever is in the public eye right now? What is something that you really believe people should kind of um, take in and believe about themselves? Like something that's something you've learned that you'd like to pass on. I'm so glad you brought this up because... There is a misconception about body positivity that I've witnessed myself because when I tell people like love yourself, accept mm -hmm. yourself, be body positive, whenever uh, I go to the gym or I work out or I lose weight, they mm -hmm. go like, oh, so you don't love yourself. Yeah. So you told us body positivity and then you went ahead and lost weight. But how are those two things related? Yeah. How? To, 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 they're not like to love yourself and no. to be body positive. It mm -hmm. means to accept yourself, accept your body. It's nature of change. Yeah. It's nature that it will gain weight. It will lose weight. It will, it will, it will. But you have to be kind to yourself because what a horrible hell yeah. to live if you constantly hate the way you look because that is your body. That's what you live in. Did you feel like you went through that? Of course, 100%. Yeah. Because I don't feel, I don't fit the the stereotypical beauty standard. Mm -hmm. I've had a, a limited belief that I don't deserve a job because of the way I look. I don't deserve to stand out because I don't deserve to, to say my opinion because of the way I look. Wow. I have no say in things. I don't yeah. deserve to get a job. I don't like, I don't, despite me it's being so qualified, yeah. like let alone social acceptance and having mm -hmm. a network and having friends and having a romantic interest, let alone this, yeah. I didn't believe that I deserved to speak or to earn a job that How I interesting. qualified for. How interesting yeah. that you thought that, that you yeah. thought your looks determined your self-esteem. It was mind-baffling when I got my first job opportunity and it was mind-baffling when I got the paycheck. It was mm. mind-baffling. What did you, what was like the inner... Hadil saying to you like the little girl who like felt that way was there a inner voice that kept ruminating that kept saying like you don't deserve this or what was the 
Or were you like, finally, somebody sees my value or what was it? No, I always feel like a, like a scam artist. Like I managed to manipulate my way in yeah. that I don't belong, but yeah. I'm just... Imposter managed, syndrome. Imposter syndrome, there you go. So that's how it feels still. I love that topic though, yeah. because I feel like it's so, like people resonate with it a lot. Yeah. How did you get over that? How did you get over the imposter syndromes? Who told you that I got over that? Oh, yeah. How do you manage it? You just... Thing is, my mind tends to fixate on things. Mm -hmm. So the more you feed it, the more it would fixate on it. So I try not to fixate on it. Um, mm -hmm. it, it goes like, oh, you don't belong here. I'm like, okay, okay, I don't belong here. Halas, uh-huh. We need to do this now. Uh, okay, We're okay. going to do it. Oh my God, it's like the tough mother love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's where <laughs> it comes love. from. So I tough love. I go like, okay, okay, aha, I don't belong. And okay, and now what? <laughs> and uh -huh. now what we wait? You don't belong. Aha, uh -huh. you have this to do. You have this task. You have to do it here, here, here. You have to do this. Uh huh. Yeah. You, you're going to show up and do it. And then you know what? Go ahead and say, let's go. Uh, yeah, that's it. Give yourself time to go and. <laughs> exactly and but like yeah yeah that's a great strategy by the way yeah that is tough love it, tough ha mother it has love. worked for me it has worked for me all right well i'm gonna do that next time next time i'm like having some nerves yeah it's like uh-huh okay uh, you and don't then, belong here uh -huh. you, and now what you're not up <laughs> we're for gonna it. wait and, and and then what so you you think everyone who has a job has deserves it and has earned it and yeah. they are quality no what <laughs> they're doing it oh my god this is a great do the same. This, is, this is a new form of therapy yeah. <laughs> great tough mother love yeah tough love um okay so the body image and body perception stuff i think this is something that will stay with a lot of people who go through it yeah and i think it's like um you know yeah i think it's i mean everyone i feel like people you don't even know would go through it still go through it anyone who's in the public eye do you feel like and not in the public eye. And maybe not in the public like eye. Within, within our homes, within our family structure, when you go to that one cousin mm -hmm. or when you go to that one auntie. Yeah. And the first thing she says before hi or hello is, ah, you, you don't weight. look so good. Look. What happened? You gained weight. Mm. You look so pale. Why don't you look sick? Did you see that meme where it's like when someone an aunt says mashallah, you don't know if it's like mashallah you've gained so much weight or mashallah you look good. You which don't mashallah know. is which, it? Which mashallah, which, mashallah. which mashallah is it? You know, so everyone yeah. goes through it. I know, hundred um, percent. So let's talk about your new venture, which is uh, your podcast. Yeah, podcast unos. Yes, I'm super excited about it. Tell us a little bit about that. So how did that come about? Where, like, when did you feel like you needed to create a podcast? And why? Okay, so uh, me and Maha, circling back to Maha, hey, um, we decided to do a podcast, mm -hmm. and it was actually her initiative. She's like, Hadith, I want to do a podcast," and I'm like, "Me being the the skeptic, yeah, uh, so ever am." I go like, uh, "Sure, yeah, yeah, <laughs> let's do why, it. Why not? What are we gonna do it about? <laughs> like, what are we gonna talk?" Da, da, da. And then like I we found ourselves do, doing it and getting into the process, getting the equipment, getting, structuring the show, figuring out the identity of the show. The identity of the show at its core is that we want to, after a long day, to unwind and sit and laugh yeah. at everything. Laugh at your misery. Yeah. Laugh at your happy moments. Laugh at your grand moments. I love that. Laugh at everything because like laughter and comedy 
have their way. I actually learned how that you can, for example, because confrontation, I don't sit well with confrontation. And for me in my head, confrontation is always serious and aggressive and dramatic and intense. But it doesn't have, it can be much lighter. It can be done in a very different tone, in a very different way. And I learned that because of comedy. And the power that comedy has, like you can actually stop a fight or an argument or that tension, that tense feeling with just a joke. Yeah, exactly. With a little because it, make, it takes you out because when you're in the middle of something, yeah. you're so zoomed in. Yeah. You're so you're inside it. You're, it. It has engulfed you. The situation has become bigger than you and mm-hmm. you have become inside of it. But comedy comes in and it makes everything feels so ridiculous yeah. and so small. And then you have this bird's eye view of everything. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, silly me. Like, why did I even think? Yeah, why I, did I even think of that? And then when you feel that shift from like positive, from negative to positive, you're like, oh my wow. God, you know what, where I, it, it's a very silly example, but notice when a child trips and falls. Yeah. They kind of, there's this pause. There's a pause. There's a pause. There's a very, very minor pause. They're waiting for your Where reaction. they read the room and see if the reaction of the people around them is, oh, Habibi, oh my yeah. God. He starts ah, crying yeah, yeah. immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the reaction around them was like, oh, ha, ha, silly you, you tripped and fell. He goes like, ha, 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 I tripped and, and fell. He, notice it, notice it. Like, the, like literally they wait to read the reaction of, and there was this, this thing that went viral where, um, Parents would hold their babies. Yeah. And then they're holding the baby. So they didn't do anything to the baby. The baby is perfectly safe. Yeah. And then they pretend that they hit a wall. Like they do this and then they hit a wall. And they go like, Habibi, oh my God. The oh. baby starts crying because it believes that it that they it, got hurt. That they got hurt, oh. but they didn't. So comedy is such a powerful tool and you can discuss with it pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. Even the grimmest life situations, oh, you can it. discuss it through comedy. Okay. And... And that's what Podcast Donos is all about. It's just us that. having a chat about like different social topics and making and laughing at them. We're not making fun of them because, because eh. yeah, well, sometimes we do. Yeah. But it's pretty much just to laugh about it. And, and we just wrapped up season one. Nice. Yes. How many episodes? Eight episodes. Okay, amazing. And uh, where can people watch these episodes on YouTube? Everywhere. Okay, good. Everywhere. YouTube, all the streaming podcast platforms are like it's there on our social it's there yeah and there's an episode coming up every friday at 7 p.m uae time so yeah so this is like um who do you want to watch your your podcast everyone. is it everyone okay Every, everyone is welcome to our podcast we don't discriminate <laughs> if you can understand arabic or not? Maybe you want to learn Arabic. So it's in Arabic. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe you want to learn Arabic because we were so keen on keeping it in Arabic because there isn't a lot of Arabic content. A hundred percent. In the world, there's like it's five percent. It's like a very. It gets you can, on one hand, yeah, like it's like five percent, four percent. I don't know. That's fascinating. By the yeah. way, yeah, there's like a hundred and forty-four million podcasts oh in the world. Oh I my think. god! What? Funny enough, I feel that I feel most comfortable when I'm in a room that has three, four different nationalities from mm-hmm. different continents. Like okay. that's where I'm most comfortable yeah. because it is very enriching, like culturally enriching. And I, I, I feel that for me specifically, I've been 
influenced by my own culture from my upbringing from my mom and dad i've been born i was born in egypt and then mm-hmm. moving uh to the uae it's a very culturally rich scene where you can meet people from every let's say like you're like traveling every day essentially yeah. if if uh, if you would notice that yes and there's a lot of power to that like i learned about like my friend's country and how the map looks like and what is this area and their music and mm. their their language and how they use specific terms and everything and mm. there is a lot of closeness to that and then this allow and then from the western media you you'd get influenced with the movies and the music and yeah. and like there is a lot of enrichment to that and then you can express yourself in multiple different ways you okay. you're not boxed in one thing That's good. It's good yeah. that you see it as like a more of a, a means for an, of a more expression rather than a limitation. It's just a means of communication yeah. and that's it. Language is just a means of communication. And there are a lot of misconceptions about people who have um a, a, express themselves in not in the, not in their mother tongue. So yeah. your mother tongue is Arabic. Why are you talking to me in English? Are you looking down on me? Yeah. Do you want to show that you're more educated? No. In any, if anything, it shows that I'm uneducated because yeah. I can't express myself fully in my mother tongue. And this shows a lack. Mm-hmm. So I feel small at that moment and I feel limited that I'm unable to communicate in my mother tongue. Yeah. So that's that's where representation is very important. So that like we will know we'll do content in Arabic and we'll mm-hmm. focus on doing it 100% in Arabic. Some words will slip 100%. Yeah. But it's because of our limitations and we yeah. are, it humbles us. At are you moment. fluent in Arabic? Like, are you good? Like, can you have full conversation? Okay. <laughs> yeah, good, good, good. Okay, so how good are you with accents? I pretty much can got you... a discount the other day because I was talking. No way. Can you just play it up whenever you want? <laughs> well, I, I, there are a couple of dialects that I've, like, accents that I've mastered. Okay. Uh, like Sudanese, Iraqi, uh, Lebanese. I've... pretty much mastered those like uh, i'm passing like yeah at, at the end like people would be shocked they're like wait a minute you're not sudanese how like, do you what do you mean is it just like are you good with mirroring what how people would say something and then you're able to like kind of do, read like do it yourself or how how do you learn accents i feel like that's the I, hardest thing i learned it because like observation being friends with a person from that country and then Uh, I remember with uh, with my friends telling them like why are you talking to me like in Egyptian you're not Egyptian oh talk in your dialect I will understand yeah and they're like no but it's very hard like da, da, da. I'm like no, no no like let's do it like do it yeah and then uh it's a funny process because I have this friend who pretty much I I met her when I was in uh, in elementary school and we're still friends till now shout out Shahad uh so Shahad is from Iraq and uh I she would talk to me fluently in Iraqi super speed and for the very first years I swear to you I don't know how we were friends because I did not understand a single thing she was saying I was just nodding yeah and agreeing and yeah. smiling yeah, yeah. and sometimes her reaction would be like what why are you smiling at this I just told you a very bad thing that happened what what do you mean so like Just your having mind, yeah, conversations with my friends around that and listening to their dialect, listening to their music, watching their movies, watching whatever. This helps you pick up on that. And also you practice, right? So I talk to them in their dialect and that's how we exchange cultures. And I do the same. Whenever someone tells me that they don't watch Egyptian movies... I'm triggered. Really? What do you mean? <laughs> What do you mean? How What do you, you mean? Not? How dare you? I mean, that's all we had at some point. in our lives like egyptian movies were are are 
I'm so oh. sorry. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, no, it's just because like Syrian came into the picture also like all the yeah, yeah. Salat during yes, Ramadan and yes, everything. So yes, I'm like, yes. okay, I don't know. Oh my God. And get in trouble anyway. So. And they've mastered that drama. They've mastered, I mastered love it. it. I love it. I know. It's great. Yes. And the Lebanese drama. Yeah. Like, oh, girl. So I know. Yeah, yeah. We have a lot of good content to be honest. I mean, yeah. it's very dramatic. Yeah, and there is room for more. There is room for more. We are very intense. We are Arabs. We're we're very dramatic. We're, we're very intense, and we are not afraid to say it. That's nope. the thing. <laughs> we are spicy. But the thing is, so with the accents and everything, you know that that's really good for like acting. Have you ever thought about going to acting? I have actually took acting workshops, mm -hmm. and it really humbled me. It's a it's a practice in letting go. It's a very humbling experience yeah. because because. You're being judged, mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. And uh, it also made me realize, despite, like, I want to act for sure. And I took those acting workshops with that intent. Yeah. And despite it being a work in progress, I haven't landed in your roles yet. <laughs> you Not can yet. reach out. That's, yeah. Um, those, I'm very grateful for those acting workshops because it humbled me, first of all. And second of all, the art of, of noticing people's vocab what what vocab are they using in their speech because mm. you can communicate the same thing in one million ways oh, it's not only the tone it's what kind of vocab that they're using and i learned that when i was reading a script and i remember uh the acting instructor who gave me his, his name is ahmed Zurbi, and mm. he's phenomenal in what he does what he does he told me like yani every word that was written in that script wasn't just written for the sake of them having empty space. Yeah. It was very intentional. Oh, so every letter, there is a way to it. So I noticed, I started noticing that in my social setting and when I meet people and what vocab they use. Oh, that's interesting. It reflects So what do you learn? Lot. What can you know about people with the vocab? Oh girl, I'm not gonna give you all my secrets in this podcast. Can you tell me what tell me I'm about gonna me? Keep, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> keep some for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us your secret. I believe that people show you who they are in the first five minutes. And it's up to you to take that or leave it. Oh, wow. Really? The very first five minutes. They show you who they are. Interesting. Um, now Based I, on a I study that I, I did by myself in my, <laughs> in my room. Based on <laughs> just and feelings. Jump, and no. a conclusion that I have jumped to, but no I was science. saying wholeheartedly in this <laughs> podcast because I was given a mic. <laughs> yes, and therefore like, you are qualified. I'm getting you here. <laughs> No, I love this. I just want like someone like get to analyze me. I like this stuff. <laughs> but um, no, this is great. This is um, I'm I'm so excited for your like next ventures. I really want to see what you're gonna be doing Thank next. You. What oh, do wait, you? Wait, wait, on that topic, on the topic of vocab and people picking up, please. Um, I I was in a in a social setting mm -hmm. where um this this person was talking nonstop about something, and then it took us I think 30, 40 minutes to convince him that we are on his side. Homeboy, we're on your side. Why are he you? Thought you thought you were arguing with him? He thought he was very fixated on us being arguing, okay. but we were not. We were we were on his side. So it took us 30 to 40 minutes. And then I was like invested because like it's a conversation, right? So you'd assume that your input is necessary, but yeah. not all the time. Some people just want to vent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and then true. I was like, I was like, oh, wait a minute. He doesn't want, he doesn't want my opinion. He wants to vent. He just wants to say what he wants to say. Yeah. And I based a couple of assumptions in my own head, of course. And then, and then turns out he just wanted to vent. So the way people say things and the words they use is very, I guess, telling of 
language is very them. important language what terms you use what language you use how you describe things that's why actually that's sometimes i feel like people who who's um the english is not their first language sometimes they're actually better communicators than people who have english as their first because they have to choose their words very like intentionally yes yes like i don't know if you've noticed that but i've noticed that a lot here especially in dubai like people who's you know because then i'm like okay now i understand what you're like i understand what you want yeah yeah exactly <laughs> rather than somebody who uses like flowery language and they go on and on because then i'm like oh, what did you what did you say what do you mean <laughs> what do you can mean? you be more specific yeah yeah just, just tell it. me exactly what you want tell me exactly what you want <laughs> yeah what's next for you what do you feel like you want to do next after like and now you have your podcast which is awesome um is there something in the pipeline where you feel like you might be going into something else creative I Actually, not even am just fixated now on the podcast. Honestly, Good. I'm having so much fun doing it. I can't wait to like to do the next season already. Like even though the first season is not fully out, yeah. So that is really like where I'm at at the moment. Acting as well, if an opportunity presents itself, I'm jumping on that wagon. Yeah. Um. I just do things that I love to express myself through. Yeah. And it makes me a w more well-rounded it makes me feel like i've had an enriching life so that's nice. what i do <laughs> so just before we go i have one last question what do you think you would tell younger hadil today if she wanted to get into what you're doing now i would tell her to trust the process even though the process knows you're not trusting it <laughs> It doesn't know that you're trusting. No, I'm a very skeptic person. Mm -hmm. So I don't trust anything. Yeah. So the process doesn't know that I'm trusting uh -huh. it. But like you have to let go and just. Just let it be. Just let the wheel. Yeah. yeah. Let go of the wheel take, take and the let it, you know, let life flow the way it does. And yeah. just have this confidence that you are safe and that you are okay and things will turn out to be okay and i think that doesn't just apply to me it applies to everyone great so very universal advice <laughs> beautiful no i love that but very very specific <laughs> it's ve you know what the more universal something is the more specific it is sometimes so that is really well said <laughs> <laughs> i'm on it today <laughs> thank you so much hadith i really really uh, appreciate you coming here and sharing also also oh my god another thing i tell myself please tell me never ever get bangs don't ever cut don't your ever ever get bangs did you no. cut your bangs during covid no <laughs> i did it before that and i did it in high school okay and my photo ended up on the newspaper because i was one of the uh of the of the what is it called when you like when you're when you have news? high score in school oh like uh okay for jordan you say tojihi but i don't know what it is uh, in superior uh, grades no no, no. When, when, when you're like uh on like you have an honor so i don't know honor is distinctionless are you allah okay. in english anyway <laughs> yeah i got you so girl. I, I my photo ended up in the newspaper and okay. i looked very 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 um it was a humbling moment <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna judge myself, but um, it was a very humbling. <laughs> I love. I love how it's like, you know, value yourself consistent and don't get bangs. Yeah, <laughs> don't get bangs. Thank you so much. Thank you for Thank having you. me. I appreciate it. I appreciate it as well, guys. If you like this video, do like, share, subscribe, or just say hey in the comments, mm -hmm. and we'll see you on the next one.